Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. I'm your host, Todd Burroughs. Glad to be with you again on another Friday night in June, uh, heading into the summer. We got about a month before training camps get started, and only about two weeks till SFB7 kicks off, and this is our fourth SFB7 podcast. I'm really happy to be doing it. We got some really good guests who we'll get to starting in a couple moments. Uh, In the meantime, I guess it is incumbent upon me to talk a little bit about my week um, because it's really been kind of unbelievable. And I just want to thank everyone who's made it possible and everyone who's sent me good wishes on Twitter. It it really means a lot. Um, I've been patient and hoping for some good things to happen. When I came on Twitter a couple years ago, three years ago, and and found this community, I had, I think, 37 followers to my name, and I ended up coming up with two dreams. One dream was to be on Rotoviz and do a Rotoviz pod or write for Rotoviz. I just always felt like those guys were so smart. After being out of fantasy football for the most part for about 10 years, other than, you know, showing up on draft day and a couple leagues I had kept, um, I was just blown away by everything that they had done on Rotoviz, and it it was something I really wanted to do. So I met Evan Silva a couple years ago at a Roto-Grinders event, and I showed him an article I had. He recommended that I send it to the Fantasy Douche, who sent me over to Nick Giffen. Long story short, I'm now a Rotoviz writer. You can go to rotoviz.com. If you get a Roto Pass, um, I am donating anything I make off the Roto Pass this year to Fantasy Cares and giving back a little bit to the community. So it's $30 a year. It's a great cause. And my other dream was. I got the name Todd from PA because I used to call in to the Sirius XM channel all the time and talk to Ross Tucker and Bob Papa. And Ross and I had communicated once or twice and, you know, maybe a little more since then. And, you know, he started recognizing me when I would call in. He would say I was one of his more favorite callers. So I always felt that, you know, Like when I would get somewhere in my career, I would let him know what was going on and without trying to drive him crazy. And I guess that's one of the lessons of the day, folks. If you want to get ahead, don't be afraid to ask, 
but you don't want to drive people crazy either. It's a nice balance. Anyway, when I showed him my article for Rotoviz, he said, man, I'm going to have to get you on the feast. And, I, I, you know, I said, man, that would be a dream come true. And, and this went on on DM. And I, I really didn't, you know, people say things sometimes. And, you know, I didn't – I've learned as an older person, you don't always get your hopes up. But he DM'd me on Tuesday and said, hey, do you want to come on tomorrow? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. So basically it's kind of weird to have two dreams. And, you know, before you're even done savoring one to have the other one come true, it's really been a very surreal week. And as I've mentioned, uh, it's just – completely gratifying all the responses I've gotten on Twitter. You know, I've gotten close to a lot of people out there from Joe Pano to Dan and, you know, all these guys that I'm doing a lot of uh, pods with and, uh, you know, doing a lot of MFL 10s with uh, Tango and Cash, people like that. And But just all the people who heard the pod and, and said such nice things about how I did there, I also want to call out uh, Christopher, who goes by Fugazi Football. He's been very, very supportive of me all along, and I really appreciate it. So I, I wanted to talk about all that and get that out. And now we are going to head into the main event of the podcast. By the way, if you do follow me on Twitter, it's at Todd, and it's with one D from PA. And if you follow me and say you heard the pod, I'll definitely follow you back. Um, one last bit of kind of exciting news is one of the editors at Rotoviz today asked me and this other gentleman, Neil Dutton, if we would do a weekly article on MFL 10 ADP risers and fallers. So keep an eye out for that on my timeline and on Rotoviz. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it, and we will get that article out the first time early next week, I believe. So with that, my first guest, you can find him on Twitter at UDDWorks. That's U-D-D-W-O-R-K-S, Upside Down Drafting. His name is Jonathan. He is a fantasy football writer, a commish, and a podcast host. He is a Matt, a Matt Waldman fanatic. And you can find his work on UpsideDownDrafting.com. Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Todd. And just, uh, you know, a shout out to you. I know you're riding on cloud nine, but, uh, you know, that Ross Tucker interview, even Elvin, or Evan Silva on that as well. Just congratulations to you. But just thanks for having me on tonight. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, I enjoy having guests on from smaller pods or people who are, you know, trying to make it in the industry because that's how I see myself. And, you know, I've always wanted opportunities, so I'm always happy to give them to others. I'm glad that you wanted to come on the pod, and I'm glad that you are on. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how old are you, and, uh, you know, the basic bio stats. Sure. I, I live and reside in Southern California. Um, I'm 38 years old. I'm married. I got two kids, uh, six and three. I was blessed. I got a boy and a girl, so it's a lot of fun to see the differences there. Um, I'm kind of a home body type of guy because I really never went anywhere. I went to UC Irvine here locally in Southern California in Orange County. 
And, um, you know, basically during college, my second job was working at a golf course and, you know, the bag drop where you pull your car in and you drop your bags off. We, we just talked fantasy football, you know, and that was 2001 and you kind of fight with the pro shop guys who were older and the cart boys downstairs and then the maintenance crew. And we just had fun with fantasy football. So for me, you know, in college, working two jobs, fantasy football was just, you know, that, that was what really started. In about 2001, I think I drafted Marvin Harrison, if you remember. That was my first player ever. Oh, okay. Um, and tell us a little bit about, well, I mean, I'm jealous about the whole Southern California thing. I, I definitely hope that you don't get any earthquakes there because if it wasn't for that, I might live in California. I, I think it is so beautiful, um, even though I am a little partial to the northern part of the state. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do in the fantasy community and a little bit about upside-down drafting. Well, I tell you what, I, I started a podcast, um, I think it's been about three years ago, and it was just something with my friends. And, you know, what's so funny is, you know, you start hanging out with all your buddies enough. And, you know, my family friend, Raul, um, you know, he and I always talk fantasy all the time. And it's one of those things where, you know, he was just at a gas station the other day, and he sees a Pittsburgh Steeler fan with the shirt, the hat, and he says, hey, congratulations on the draft picks and everything. And all of a sudden, this, this initial conversation gets into this deep dive and the guy on the opposite side of the gas station is like, are you like some sort of scout, you know? And it's funny how we, we, we play fantasy football yet. We're so engrossed in this stuff and other people are just like, wow, how do you know all this stuff? You know? And I think for me, um, I just have fun talking about it on the air. I, I do these YouTube videos and my site's all for free. Upside down drafting is not my uh, claim to fame. I give every credit. Everything goes to Matt Waldman. He is my hero. He's my mentor. I've been talking back and forth with the football guys and Matt Waldman for some time now. Um, but, you know, uh, his drafting style just grabbed a hold of me, and I wrote a book about it, um, you know, a couple of years back. And so I've had a lot of fun with it uh, as uh, Upside Down Drafting goes, and I still have my site, and I do it all for free. And uh, I'm just so excited that Scott Fish uh, gave me the invitation, and I I'm happy to donate to Fantasy Cares. So when, when you play fantasy football, are you more of a season-long guy? Do you, um, you know, are there any rules that you like more than others? I have transitioned into dynasty like, you know, the rest of the guys right now in the country. I, I always enjoyed the redraft um, because the anticipation. And I, I really love the fact when the NFL did not have Thursday night football because it was that anticipation. But kind of the same thing with redraft. You know, it was always 4th of July, which we're almost here. 4th of July marked a time in the backyard where you're getting ready for redraft. But I've since transitioned. I do, I do dynasty now, and I, I can't get enough of it. You know, that's all we talk about. And um, I think some of the interesting rules we've done is the taxi squad. I really like how we have a minor league system going right now. And, um, you know, you can pull up a guy, you can promote him. The minute you touch him, trade him or whatever, he's now live on a roster. And I think that's, that's the, the funnest aspect for me. I mean, you know, we, we have, I have one league I'm in, my, my big boy league, right? Everybody's got a JV league or your friends or work league. But my big boy league, I mean, we have 60 roster spots, Todd. So we have a lot. And I, I, I love the dynasty. Wait, you, you have 60 roster spots in the dynasty league? 
Right now we do. Um, do, do, is... do you roster your grandparents? I mean. <laughs> well, I think I better, you know, quantify I, uh, that. By uh, saying... hold, hold, hold on there. Uh, uh, Aunt Clara, do you want a roster spot? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Six. You know. It's funny because you know I, I need to I need to back that down a little bit. It's 60 right now, but we're going to cut it to a cool uh, you know spelt uh, uh, 45 man roster with a, a taxi squad that goes to 25. It is crazy. My commissioner is 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 Frank. I call him Final Frank. He's the guy I wrote the book about. Um, you can check him out on my website. But Fra- Frank is just a genius. You know he's a math guy, and I, I'm not a math guy. And I'm in fantasy football. You need to know math. But he has this thing so balanced, Todd, where I mean, now we're at 60. We're going to drop down to 45 before the season starts. But you should see our live drafts. I mean, we don't like online at all. We do everything live. And um, this dynasty thing's crazy because he's going to implement salaries. And pretty soon we're going to be drafting coaches, if you can believe it. That is intense. That is uh, incredibly intense. I mean, I'm in a league. It's 14 teams, and we got 36 rounds. And, like, I I feel like my claim to fame is – that I got Jack Doyle, uh, Doyle, whatever his first name is. Mm-hmm. Now I can't think of his, you know, from uh, from the Colts. I picked him in the 35th round last year. So it's it's really interesting, and um, you know, so I can't imagine 45 or 60, especially if you're not drafting college kids. Yeah, and and what the, what's cool about the taxi squad is you get to you know marinate them there for up to two years. Um, but what happens a lot is the trading is just incredible. We are we are just lightning on the trades. You know, since about March we it, it, we don't really take a break. It never sleeps. But from January or February, guys just don't tune in. March first, the trades start to develop, and and just last week, I mean, we're making trades. There's guys participating. Now you're not going to have all twelve. Cause that would be like, you know, the perfect league, but Hey, you know, a lot of the guys are smarter than the average bear. Uh, we have a lot of experts. We've got a lot of good guys that know what they've you know doing. And um, it makes it a good blend when you have kind of a little bit of everything. Gotcha. So is this your first year drafting and getting an invite to SFB seven or well, it's, to the Scott Fishbowl sure since there's only one SFB seven, but, but go ahead. It is, and um, I am, I'm over the moon. You know, I, I shot Scott a note, and I've been applying for a few years, and, um, you know, just, just to be invited is such a privilege. But then giving back, you know, with, with donating, and, and I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm in a, in a true expert league. You know, I'm, I'm very small, and I appreciate the invite, but I'm up against, you know, Chad Parsons and Jason Wood, a football guys, Jen Ryan, I think, with you guys on the football diehard. So, I, I'm going to give back for every loss, you know, $10 to, to whatever I can just to try to get this fantasy cares going. Cause I, I think Scott's done such a great job with this and uh, I'm just so honored to be, I, I'm the most excited guy you're ever going to meet that, that got into Scott fish. Oh, that's okay. I, yeah, I think I lost you for a sec, but you're back, Todd. Yeah, I'm back. Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's like a Christmas miracle. So no, I was talking a little bit about, um, and, and no one heard it, um, because I got a little bit of a cold and I muted myself so people wouldn't hear me cough, and I forgot to unmute myself. So um, it's nothing like life to give you the humility that you need 
um, especially when you're most likely to get a big head. So um, uh, my next question is, what uh, what draft pick do you have? I have the number 10, and I couldn't be more happy. You know, a lot of guys are going to say, gosh, I really got to get that, that one, two, or three, maybe if not the four overall pick, and I'm doing just fine. But I beg to differ on – on the back half of this draft, because I think the strategy for me is going to fit in perfectly at number 10. I'm happy. Well, you're talking to a fellow tenite and um, you know, the, the part of what I was saying before that I don't think anyone heard was just how glad I am to give people like you a chance to do these pods. And your excitement is like makes these pods, you know, just, having guys who are so excited to be part of the Scott Fish Bowl. I mean, think about it. If you're some big guy on some big website and you get invited to the Scott Fish Bowl, the, 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 the dynamic in your head is, yeah, I guess I'll do it. You know, all the other experts are doing it. But guys like you and me who are trying to do more in the industry, it's like, wait, when he came, he, he actually emailed me or uh, instant messaged me last year and was like, you want to be part of this? I think you might like it. And once I found out what it was, I was like, would I like it? Are you kidding me? So that, <laughs> that's my favorite part of the pod and, uh, these, and why I love doing these pods. And so I'm a fellow guy who's doing the 10 spot this year, and I kind of agree with you as it relates to strategy, but I'd like to hear a little bit more about why you think the 10 spot is a good pick for the Scott Fishbowl this year. Yeah, and definitely I think what happens in any draft is you, you go in with a plan. That's just my personal opinion. But then you, you kind of modify and you have different exit strategies that you can take. And so what I'm going to be presented with obviously is unknown. But at that time, I think what you're going to have to do in this league is to be completely different than what everybody else is doing. And, and it doesn't mean you take Gronk at number 10. No, I'm not suggesting that, but I just see when I look at the number 10 spot, you know, I could, I could even take Drew Brees. Okay. And take my first quarterback and be very happy with what I could get on the wraparound. And I think that's where the advantage lies in the back half of this draft, because you can start two QBs. A lot of guys are going to obviously uh, cannibalize the running backs and wide receivers, but and Aaron Rodgers will probably go before me, but um, it'll be interesting to see what's left over at 10, but I like the upside every time it loops back around for me. Awesome. Um, one, one thing that I've learned in doing a lot of these drafts where there's unique scoring is a lot of times there's runs. And one of my concerns being in the 10 spot is, making sure that I don't get caught by a run between, say, 2-3 and 3-10. Have you put any thought into that? And I'm curious as to your thoughts on it and whether you think it might be a phenomenon and, and how your strategy might change based on the fact that there, there could be runs more in this draft than in a normal draft. Yeah, excellent question. And I think the way I interpret runs is more of a panic. And I've heard that on your pod before where you talk about a QB panic or a tight end panic. And I think my website, you know, Matt Waldman, upside down drafting all the way back to maybe Paul Charchi and, you know, do the opposite. I'm not a guy that's going to fall for the runs. I'm going to do my own thing. 
And, you know, if you were to strip away everything in fantasy football, right, just for a day and say, who's the one guy you have to have, right? Like the movie, you write them down on a piece of paper. It's, it's that sort of mentality. I'm not, I'm not really worried about a run, so to speak, because I already know the guys that I want. I know the guys that I like. And I also know the guys that I really don't want to draft whatsoever. Awesome. Good stuff. So um, you, you, in your bio, it talks a little bit about your um, writing, that you're a fantasy football writer. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, uh, some of the subjects that you tackle and where your writing might be found, or is it just on your website? Yeah, I got my break through Kurt Turner at FantasyKnuckleheads.com, and, and my allegiance is to him. You know, He gave me my big break. It was right before I was writing my book. Um, I am slightly privileged. My uncle works with a lot of Exos quarterbacks. And so I have a little in-depth, you know, knowledge every year. He's worked with Andrew Luck, Matt Barkley, and this year, Pat Mahomes. And I got to meet Pat uh, in February. So with, with Kurt learning a little bit about who I was and my background, he helped me kind of get a couple upside down drafting articles written on fantasy uh, knuckleheads, but really, yeah, my writing exists right now. I'm just a solo guy. I like, I kind of like being quiet. I like having the, the small amount of followers I do. And uh, a recent article I wrote was take a look at all of the offensive linemen taking a step back. What do I mean by that? Well, they get tired. Offensive linemen get tired of taking a step back. That means they have to pass block and they're doing an awful lot of it. And in, in the old days, it was, you had to take a step forward to run block. I think those types of things are interesting to write about. Yeah, that is interesting. So you said that um, you met Pat, Mah- Pat Mahomes. I got to see him at, uh, in San Diego, California. Jabril Peppers was on hand too and, and, and numerous other guys. But I watched Pat um, very detailed, like the whole time, you know, I, I took a knee on the sideline. I'm at the 50 yard line. My uncle's working with some of the other athletes and, and here's Pat. He, he, he scrambles, right, Todd, he turns his shoulder, does a little juke fake and he throws the ball with a wet noodle arm, 71 yards right in front of my face. The ball at its apex is still coming down, dropping packages like he's in the military and it lands at the back of the end zone. You have to add another 10 yards for that incredible arm, you know, incredible guy. Well, would you say that he's your Mahomes boy? Oh yeah. 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 And I, I wrote an article. Sorry, recently. That, that, I, that, that, that was a, that was a little joke. I guess, you know, I, I'm known for the, the dad puns. I, you know, I can't go an episode without one. Um, no, no, you know, good. I, 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 I want to uh, – last question for you. You mentioned sure. you wrote a book. You kind of like snuck that in and then didn't do anything about it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your book, and then again, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you on Twitter? Oh, gosh, thanks. Well, um, the, the book was just an incredible journey. I think, um, you know, a lot of people say they're going to write something of, of value and never do. So I guess, you know, kind of like college, uh, I, I started out on something. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. And I think just learning and, and the journey of it was so fun, dealing with an editor, meeting so many different people, writing about uh, maybe some non fantasy football things. I used to surf. I talk a lot about surfing in the book where, you know, surfing has a lineup. Let's say it's in the North Shore Hawaii or whatnot. And uh, different surfers compete with other surfers out in the lineup and everyone is trying to get an edge. And I think even if you get that 1% edge 
in fantasy football or surfing, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to be that next guy. Um, but yeah, you can find it on Amazon. It's on iTunes. Um, it's a $5 book. It's a hundred pages. You can read it in one, one or two hours and you can find me at, at UDD works upside down drafting.com. And I, I so appreciate coming on Todd. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure, Jonathan. You did a fabulous job. Your, your excitement is contagious, and good luck in SFB7. So what we're going to do now is we're going to transition to guest number two. And if you thought the last guest was interesting and a really good guy in a good situation, I'm really thrilled to introduce our next guest. And, and, and that's right, it's two. It is Tyler and his son, Eli, and I and I, I hope I pronounced the last name right. It's Belowski, and we'll 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 get we'll we'll get the judges to, uh, to 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 give us a ruling on the last name. But him, like myself, is a follower of Christ. He is a husband, a father of four boys, one of which is his co-host son Eli. Um, they are the hosts of the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips podcast. You can find it on YouTube. They're out of Oswego, New York, not that far from me. And welcome, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Hey, so, yeah, you're Eli, are you there, too? Yep, I'm here. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Hey, could you do me a favor and, and tell me how to pronounce your last name? You you were pretty close. It's Belosky. Belosky. Yep. Nailed that. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah. It, it sounds like a hockey name, right? It, like yeah, a like, yeah, or a tough linebacker, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nose tackle. Yeah, now, actually, that's what I, I Now in that tackle, nose yeah. tackle. Tyler Belosky. <laughs> yep. So, so Eli, um, how old are you? I'm nine years old. You're nine. Mm-hmm. And you do a fantasy football podcast. Yep. You're like the luckiest kid ever. Thank you. Thanks. Sure. Are you a little nervous doing someone else's podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't be don't be nervous. I'm like I'm like the uncle you wish you never had. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. This is awesome. This is fun. Um, you don't worry about a thing, okay, Eli? Okay. All right, buddy. All right, so uh, I'm going to just ask you a couple questions, then I'm going to ask your dad a couple questions, and then we'll talk a little bit about SFB7, okay? Okay. Awesome. So this whole idea of doing your own uh, podcast, was this your idea, your dad's idea? Or was it a combination of the two? It was a combination of the two. Um, my dad had the first idea, and then I kind of went along with it and gave suggestions, and then he told me to come on. That's awesome, buddy. Um, your dad tells me that you do a lot of the preparation from the, for the show. Can, can you, you mind telling me how you get ready for your shows? Well, I watch the games on Sunday, and then I take some notes, and then look at the players' stats on ESPN, and then I kind of decide who is a buster sleeper that week. So you pick sleepers? 
Yeah, sometimes. When I was your age, all I could probably do was sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of that, too. <laughs> well, and uh, so, I, you know, I got one other important question. It's not football-related, but white milk or chocolate milk, Eli? Chocolate milk. Oh, gosh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I knew you were a smart kid. So how many shows have you? How many how many shows have you and your dad done so far? Um, nineteen or so. Nineteen, and you're nine, and you've done nineteen shows. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Hey, what's your favorite NFL team? Do you have one, or is your favorite team whoever your fa- your fantasy players are playing for? Well, my favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, and. Are you more of a Ben Roethlisberger guy or more of an Antonio Brown guy, Le'Veon Bell? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, do you remember when they won the title last, or were you too young for that? Uh, I think it was 2013. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> but but you remember that? Uh, yeah. I remember, see, I'm a lot older than you. I'm 54 years old. But I remember when I was a kid, the New York Jets, and, and we, you know, back then the Jets were in the AFL. And so my family always rooted for New York teams. So I remember when I was seven years old, the Jets winning the Super Bowl. So I know you remember it. And it, it was pretty awesome, I bet, right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Hey, do you mind if I ask your dad a couple questions? Sure, go ahead. Awesome. So, uh, Tyler, tell tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, anything else you might want the people out there to know about the Tyler and Eli show. Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and then I moved up to Oswego. Uh, well, you know where Troy is, just over the border, south of Elmira, yeah. New York. A little town yeah. called Big Pond. So, yeah, I'm in I'm in Nazareth. Yeah, yeah, but like off of 81, right, or so? Uh, off, Well, east of it. I'm right near uh, the New Jersey border. Oh, okay, yep, yep, that far, yep. Yeah, so I and I went to college up here at SUNY Oswego, met my wife, and married into the city. And as far as our podcast, you can find it on YouTube. We we pretty keep it we keep it pretty simple. You know, we don't really go into a whole bunch of stats and ADPs and you know. Adrian Peterson gains 100 yards when his offensive linemen eat cantaloupe that week. We just keep it pretty simple. Um, we tell it how it is. You know, we do a lot of eyeball testing. Um, you know, like, it's just, that's how, that's how it is. We don't, you know, I work 50, 60 hours a week. He's in school. But we, you know, we do prep. You know, we're not just winging it. So, but we have a good time. We actually have a thing, what we call the famous candy bar bet. It's just a little thing where we do, where this year we're going to pin uh, Leonard Fournette versus Christian McCaffrey, and whoever has the most fantasy points, the other person gets a candy bar. So that's that's one thing we like to do. And we have, you know, our, my other three boys will jump on when the season starts, and they do pickums. And so yeah, it's a whole family affair. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, t- tell me a little bit about your other kids. Uh, one is six, five, uh, four, and two. And we all we all love sports. We have our own fantasy league here in the house. The wife jumps in. She I got her into fantasy football, and 
we have a family trophy and we do other sports and I've been doing fantasy since the nineties, going all the way back to the sporting news and their salary cap by the millions. Uh, I was just telling Eli tonight that I did college football and college basketball when they had that on Yahoo. I've done golf, NASCAR. I almost tried cricket once. So we love sports. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, again, older than you and, uh, you know, uh, like I always joke that when I was a kid, I was family's remote. You know, that's how that's how different the world was. You know, my dad would say, would, would scream, ah! and I would come running down, and I wouldn't know if uh, I wouldn't know if I was in trouble. I got a bad report card, and and half the time he would just say, change the channel, <laughs> and and that was my job. So. Eli, boy, you're growing up in the right era, you know, for football and sports. You got a lot of access to that stuff. Um, all right, so what division are you – oh, I know what division you two are in. <laughs> right after this phone call, we're going to become enemies, aren't we? I know, right? I, I, hopefully not, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are in the, uh, the, the, the Villains Conference, I guess, in the uh, Corolla de Ville division. And uh, you are too. So, yeah, we're going to be enemies come draft day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I somehow find it hard to get up a lot of anger towards a guy and his kid. But uh, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll go through some of the other names in the division. Brandon Marianne Lee, who uh, works for PFF. Jacob Butner, the FF ski bum. Mike Riggs from Gridiron Experts. And kind of awkwardly, my new editor, Charles Kleinhexel of Rotoviz, is in my division. So that's going to be interesting. And then Bob Lung has got a pretty big name out there. And I've even heard of Todd Hibbert and Greg Score of the fans. So this is going to be a tough division, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, we, were def- we I talked to Brandon Marion Lee a handful of times a week just shooting t- tweets back and forth. But we're gunning for her and Mike Riggs and, and now you, Todd. We're going to gun for you three, and this is our first year. Um, we're super pumped. Um, so we're going to be gunning for you guys and hope to make the playoffs. It, realistically, it's, it's going to be win or bust for us. I talked to Todd when he invited us. I asked him if there was any rookies that won the league. He said other than the first year, he didn't, he didn't think so. So this is the year that's going to happen. So we're going to win the league this year, Todd. <laughs> well, I, I do wish you luck because I think it would be awesome for Eli to win. Hey, Eli, do you know what your uh, what what uh, what place in the draft order you have? We have number eight. Number eight. I have number ten. Boy, we really are going to battle it out, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to scare you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> did I? Did I scare you? No. No. Hey, he's pretty tough. He's a pretty tough kid. <laughs> oh, man. Well, don't do it to me because you'll scare me. So, um, okay. either, do you have any idea what position you might want to draft in that uh, in that spot, Eli? Uh, I know someone who's drafting 10th who might want to know. Um, Either a quarterback or a wide receiver because um, – there's gonna be the first. There's a point for a first down rule, so um, we're gonna try and go quarterback early this time because we're not really used to going quarterback early. But 
since in this league there's a quarterback flex and a point for um, first downs, then we're going to ha- probably have to go quarterback early. Buddy, that's awesome. That really, really good comments. Um, excellent analysis. I give you, I give that an A plus. And Thanks. Tyler, I'll, I'll throw one to you. Do you um, worry about runs? It's one of the questions I always ask. Uh, you know, because of the unique scoring, are you afraid of runs? Are you glad that you're picking eighth, kind of in the middle, where? you're not going to have to worry as much about runs? Well, as for this, this answer to your second question, as far as picking eighth, I kind of, I like it this year um, because we have that option at quarterback, but also we've been doing a lot of mock drafts and we just end up sometimes end up with Antonio Brown or Zeke Elliott. And granted, we don't get the PPR this year. He's still going to get touchdowns and yards and first downs. So we may, you know, I have no problem drafting Brown or Jones or Beckham because we've seen them fall. But as far as runs, we don't, I, I don't really worry about runs um, other than in my underpants. But um, <laughs> I, I was going to make a similar joke, something about K-Apectade, but uh, yeah, yeah. covered it, so we're good. But no, I, uh, in all seriousness, uh, I don't really worry about runs. It, I just, I'll draft the player, you know, if it's a, if it's a wide receiver run, and the running backs there that I want, I'll pick the running back. Um, I, I don't really worry about stuff like that. I don't worry about the ADPs. I'm going to draft who I want. You know, if I, if I want Marshawn Lynch in the second round, that's what I'm going to take because that's, that's, that's who I like. You know, I draft oh, and, 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 you, and you have stock in Skittles. Yes. Yes, we love Skittles here in the house. <laughs> we have four boys. They love them too. But, you know, that's, you know, so as far as runs, we don't, I, I don't really worry about that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that, that, that phone call was me dialing the next guest, and I forgot to put it on mute. I apologize. Oh, so, that's okay. um, Eli, what grade are you in? I'm in third grade going into fourth grade next year. Gotcha. So um, my daughter, I, you know, I'm 54 years old, so I'm a lot older than your dad, but I got a 10-year-old girl. Okay. I guess that wasn't a question for you to answer. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm more trying to set up a play date at this point. Not really. No. <laughs> he's, not, he's not really into girls yet. <laughs> no, well, she's not really into boys yet, but uh, yeah. but, uh, but she likes to swim, and uh, but she has no interest in sports. Can you imagine, Eli? I got a kid with no interest in sports. Wow. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I borrow you for a week? <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> I, I understand. Well, it was a pleasure having you two on. I really, really enjoyed it. I hope you had a good time. Did you have a good time, Eli? Yep. Maybe I can have you guys on the pod another time. Um, Eli, do you have any last comments for the people out there? Any last words of wisdom you want to share with everyone? Um, not really. <laughs> That's how we end Tyler, our podcast. Do you have any last words of wisdom and I, and anything you might want to share with the folks out there? Again, how they can find you on Twitter and things of that nature. Sure, sure. Don't Todd, don't worry. That's how he ends every podcast too. Not really, but um, yeah. As far as contacting us, you can get, hit hit me up at. By the way, at, sorry to yeah. interrupt you. He's nine. He, yeah, he's got yeah. like he's got like a ten year. 
he's got like a ten year pass from me. Um, yeah. No worries. He he was he was he was awesome, and it was really really nice meeting you, Eli. Yeah. So go ahead, Tyler. No, that's okay. Yeah, on Twitter you can find me at Tyler Belaski. It's T Y L E R V E L A W S K E. As far as our podcast, it's the Tyler and, e- Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Podcast, the Tips Podcast at Yahoo. Uh, it's on Yahoo. It's Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips Podcast. You can look it on Yahoo. Um, and I guess we'll just see you on July 10th, Todd. Awesome. I look forward to it. Stay, stay, you stay in touch a lot on my Twitter feed. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I really am glad that you guys came on the show. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Todd. Have a good night. You got it. All right. So our next guest is uh, Rob Marino. Rob goes by the name Chub Hub McGrub. He on Twitter which I, I might have asked him last year when he was on the pod, but I've forgotten. So I, I'm going to have to ask him a game again. I thought Todd with one D was unusual. Chub Hub McGrub is, uh, is definitely a little more unusual than mine, perhaps. Um, he is our returning champion of the show, being someone who was on last year. Welcome back, uh, Rob. Good to have you again. Hey, thanks for having me on, uh, Todd. Appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs> Um, uh, let me, uh, hold on. I got to do, you know, I doing the show with four people, um, with my limited skills is not quite as easy as you might think. All right, here we go. He is Chub Chub McGrub on Twitter. I screwed that up. K-I-F-F-F-L 14 champion, SFB 480. He was a two time, uh, won two division titles. NCFF, the 16 champ, he is power hungry. The Empire League, Catch-22, Supremacy League. I'm not going to read all your leagues. You're in too many leagues, Rob. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I, I changed that my uh, Twitter profile from, you know, I had a bunch of different things on there before, and I just, you know, I decided to just make it solely fantasy football. And so, you know, I, I figured I'd go ahead and throw up all my hashtags for all my leagues that I'm in just to get them some more, you know, uh, notoriety or whatever. You know, most well, of them I, 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 I think that's great. And I think that everyone is different, right? And we all try and put our, you know, we, you know, us, what I like to call us mid-level guys, right? You know, we, we all want to get some notoriety. We're all, we're all good at fantasy football. And, uh, however, that's one of the great things about Twitter is the ability to, um, promote yourself in your own way. So I, I think that's cool. You're out in Sacramento, California. So, uh, thank you for coming on around dinner time. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. No problem. Actually, so uh, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, fantasy football life as it relates to what's going on with it now? Since we did a a good bit of ba- well, give a, give the people some quick background and then what's going on uh, with what you're doing these days. All right. Well, I, I don't really remember exactly when I started um, playing. I know it's been it's probably been about ten years, but I've been going strong for the last seven. Um, mainly redraft. I just got back into Dynasty uh, three or four years ago. 
And uh, this last year, I, you know, since we last talked, I've probably joined uh, seven or eight different leagues. So one of them actually, two of them have five, you know, five or so leagues within the one league. So I've really, you know, almost bitten off more than I can chew, but I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, glad to be in SFC again. I was sort of scared I wasn't going to make it. Uh, can you try and get your? Uh, can you try and get a little closer to the mic or your phone? Oh yeah. There you go. That's that's that better. better. Sorry oh, to. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, you you were yeah. a little muffled. Oh no problem. Sorry about that. Don't uh, worry about it. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's pretty we're much. We're doing it, it live. Uh, <laughs> live is great. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have, you know, to say about the, the fantasy um, fantasy football. Is just, you know, dynasty Wait, now, really? You, you're not going to just gloss over seven leagues you've joined in the last year. Like, how the <laughs> – are, are you, it looks – you've got a picture of a girl on your, uh, uh, on your uh, picture on Twitter. So, I mean, you know, you've, you've got someone else in your life. I mean, how do you oh, find yeah. time to – how many? How do you? How many leagues are you in total? If you've joined seven, I'm not sure right now. Uh, <laughs> MFL says that I'm in. Oh, well, these have different things. I don't know. Probably about seven of them, and then and then another three or four on different sites. So I, I, not not as many as as a lot of your listeners, but more than a few. So, yeah, I, I don't uh, know how people do. I mean. I get burnt out from all the waivers in the start and sit stuff. That's why I'm starting, you know, like I would say I'm like you. I started with Dynasty last year, and I think I'm up to five or six, but at least three or four of them are, uh, like other than the Scott Fishbowl and uh, and this one league, well, one, yeah, I got two Dynasty leagues where I got to do start sit. Anything else is, you know, I'm doing more and more just best ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few best ball leagues, but um, I like, I, yeah. I, I've Last year my wife had taken a glance at my uh, MFL, and there's, you know, probably 45 different leagues on there, and she freaked out, but I told her most of them were best ball, and so she didn't really understand, but, <laughs> but you know. No, I, at and, least you know, peace of mind. and women get very uh, – you know, possessive about our time, (laughs) you know, it's like, uh, so you get, you you know, it's like, Oh shoot. She saw, you know, my wife thankfully doesn't look at that stuff. And, uh, but she does check in with me once lately as we've gotten older, she doesn't check in as much, but, uh, she's on board with, uh, all the MFL tens I do. And she's all excited that I, you know, doing some writing and, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So um, enough about me. Um, let's go back to you and your too many leagues. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'd say that a lot of my leagues are um, either involved, most of them involve John Bosch over at Empire uh, FFL. And, um, you know, I've gotten in a good few dude. of his leagues. Yeah. Very yeah. Good and I'm, I'm in, uh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. I'm a, uh, I'm glad that we, we crossed paths through um, Justin Spear, who had their commission talk uh, for a while. And so that's how I ended up linking up with John. And, yeah, we're in a lot of leagues together now, and hopefully I'll get him in one of mine next year. But um, I'm still working on 
a few of the, you know, little uh, tweaking it a little bit. But um, so yeah, this is your yeah, mainly this is John. Your, this is your second uh, year in SFB. Uh, this is actually my fourth year. Yeah, I got so in. So you've early. won the division. Uh, you've won division title twice out of four years. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not so. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm going to make the playoffs this year. Looking at my division and you know the change in the scoring format. <laughs> But you know, it is. Year, a, you I, know, I I, I I try not to dwell on it, but the scoring is really, really difficult this year. Yeah, I, I've been trying to trying to look at those numbers lately, and um, yeah, I've got I've got some some data I'm going through. I'm hoping to put some of it up on Twitter over the next week or two. But I've noticed that you know a lot of the changes actually. Um, I mean, you know, the running backs are. Uh, probably a, a more, you know, the quantity that people are going to want to acquire. But they've actually lost, you know, going from the for, from last year to this year, they've had, they lost um, points overall. Like if you looked at the totals for each player, the number of points that they would have scored is actually lower than it was last year. And, um, you know, and their rankings, overall rankings have gone down as well. But most of that's due to quarterbacks. But, but still, it's sort of interesting to look at, you know, just, yeah, I'm doing whatever I can. Last year, I helped, uh, you know, with the mock drafts, sort of got that started. And, um, and you know, that probably gave me a lot of good information. year before that, I was tracking it on my own. And so I'm just trying to figure, the, you know, more involved I can get, the better chance I have. Absolutely. Um so uh, you, you mentioned you were in the Pluto division. Um, some of the people in that division that I know, Ryan McDowell of Dynasty League Football, a very good guy, very smart guy. Uh, Joe Holka is a dynamite DFS guy and, um, and season long as well. Um, Dale Dermott from Eat Sleep Fantasy. Um, we have a different person from Eat Sleep on next. Um, Fantasy Labs, Sean Velukas. So you you've got some pretty tough people uh, in your division. Yeah, and that's what I you know it seems that way every year, and somehow I end up doing all right, you know. But each year I, I I'm uh, you know trembling <laughs> looking at some of these names, you know, just trying to figure out how to make it through the draft. But uh, yeah, I yeah I've got a yeah. rainstorm going on in the background, so people might that up um and if i and if we get cut off you'll know i lost power so um the um what what spot do you have in the draft i've got the i believe it's a ninth pick i gotta double check real quick but yeah that's that's what i got in my head i just thought i just thought i would be nice and ask you um (laughs) that was a joke um so you've got the ninth pick and um how do you feel about that pick um, I, I feel all right. I, I, all the mocks, uh, mock drafts I've been doing, for some reason I've been getting the 11th, even though I've been asking for the 9th. And so I sort of wish I had the 11th, honestly, doing these. But, um, I'm, you know, the 9th pick, I've got nine guys who I think that everyone would want on their team. And so being able to get at least one of those, you know, that's that's going to be something that I'm uh, happy about. And I like to be on that tail end. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm close enough to the uh to the turn there you know it won't be too uh 
I'll, I'll, I'll you know, probably be able to stick with my plan, whatever it is that I decide to go with. <laughs> so I can't interview you on your plan because it's still in process. Yeah, I mean, it's always, you know, up until even last year I had a plan and it changed 100%. I, you know, I thought I was going to go in and get my wide receivers at a tight end, and I ended up taking two uh, quarterbacks with the first two. Oh. I don't know, it, but yeah, I'll turn that off when I start. I guess I picked the wrong time to open Armando's mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so I mean, this year, this year, I think you know the, the mocks that I've been doing. I think I'm going to go with last year's strategy, pretty much. Of, you know what I did: take a couple of quarterbacks early, and um, each year I've only taken one running back in the top, uh, I think, six rounds. Um, and usually it's not until the ninth round I get my second quarter ba- uh, running back. So, uh, you know, I've been playing with that, seeing if I can still go with that, um, you know, looking at the numbers and seeing if I, you know, projected points will uh, come out to what I think is enough to, you know, to make it to the playoffs again. Yeah, I mean, what do you think you're going to be staring at? Um, you know, I, I, I guess – well, you know what? If you're not there, you're not there. I'm not going to push for information. You're not quite ready to uh, to give up. But uh, I, I, I do want to ask you about what I ask every guest because I think every person who um, is going to do SFB, especially people near the turns, are going to have to be aware of runs. Um, you're, you're a little shielded in the ninth spot, but um, – I know last year with the scoring there were a lot of runs. What are your thoughts on runs, and uh, you know, are you concerned about them? Um, I'm not really concerned about them too much. I think that you know, I'll just take the draft on as it as it comes, and um, you know, I, usually in the draft I don't I try not to look at what other people are doing, and I just stick with you know what's the best on the board and what's best for my team. But um, as far as you know. usually if I'm on the turn, then I'll try to take positions, you know, two of the same position um, as much as I can. And so that sort of, you know, limits the, the damage of runs, you know, doubling up, um, I think, but this year, um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think it could be, you know, something I always got to be on the lookout for, but, more if you got your tiers and you know, you know, where that drop off is, as long as you get your guy in that tier, I think that, you know, I, I say bring on the runs really, as long as I get one of my guys, you know, cause that'll give me uh, a top pick in the next, you know, position that I'm looking at, at the, you know, the next turn uh, I'm up. So, awesome. So yeah. um, I, that's about it. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter and, um, and anything else you might want the people out there to know before we uh, we, we move on to our last guest. All right. Well, um, they can find me at uh, Chub Chub McGrub. And, um, you know, again, I, I mean, just want to put out there uh, the Fantasy Cares, you know, with Scott Fish and, and John Bosch's uh, Fantasy uh, what is it, Eliminators going on right now as well. So I just, you know, searched uh, Twitter for those two things. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Thanks, uh, awesome. thanks for having me on, Tom. Oh, my pleasure. Um, really uh, g- good to hear from you again, 
and really good that uh, you, you came on. Very glad about that. Rob Marino, everyone. Rob, have a good day. All right, you as well. All right. So our next guest is from the Eat Sleep Fantasy team. His name is Armando Crespo. I don't have much more information about him, so I'm just going to introduce him. Armando, are you there? You hear, can you hear me all right? I hear you good. How you doing? Awesome. Doing all right. Uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, my direct Twitter is at Thundercrespo. You can find me on at Thundercrespo on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. But you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, good smile there. You're a photographer, a videographer, and a co-host of Eat Sleep uh, Fantasy. You live in my dream area, San Francisco, California. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself personally, how old you are, how, uh, how long you've been playing fantasy football, and how cool it is to live in Northern California. Um, yeah, I'm 29 years old. Um, I've been playing fantasy football for over 10 years now. Um, yeah, I, I live in, I'm actually moving to North Carolina right now um, next to my other, other co-host, Dale. Um, so we can do a couple of YouTube and start making the Eat Sleep Fantasy go uh, more viral. So, uh, yeah, I'm in the process of moving as we speak. Currently in Dallas, getting things ready for the NFFC convention we're having in a few weeks. Nice. Um, so you're moving from San Francisco to North Carolina for fantasy football. Yep. And his, his uh, my girlfriend's um, sister just had a baby. So it's like a nice way to bring everyone together. Oh, well, that's, that's, uh, I, I was going to worry about you if you were leaving San yeah. Francisco for fantasy football alone. Dale's my brother-in-law, so it just it works out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, now, 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 now the gaps are filling in a little bit. So um, you've been playing fantasy football for about 10 years. Um, tell us how you got into fantasy football and the style of play that you, uh, that you favor. Um, well, you know, I've been, I've been just been Dolphin fans forever. And, you know, I just started watching more and more football little by little as I got older, you know, hit 17. I was like, how do, how do I make this more fun? <laughs> so I got into fantasy football. I heard about it from a couple of friends. And, um, yeah, I, I personally, my style of play is um, I love trading. And I know that this, uh, the fishbowl doesn't have trading. So I'm kind of uh, depressed about that. But uh, yeah, I just love trading and getting, you know, building the roster throughout the season versus doing a draft and leaving it there the rest of the way. Just, that's not enjoyable. I, I like interacting with the teams and other people involved. That's where I find the most joy in fantasy football. Hello? No. Sorry, but buddy, I did it again. I did the whole mute thing. Are you there? Hello. Oh, this is awkward. Armando, are you there? Armando, you there? Hello, Armando. 
I'm back. Armando, you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Yeah, that was my screw up. So uh, <laughs> that's the problem with doing it live. Sometimes I, I had it on mute again, and then you were gone, and then somehow the phone hung up. So it was a comedy of errors, and I apologize to my, you know, nine listeners or fourteen. Uh, maybe we'll get a few more this time. Maybe you'll bring some fans. So I'm trying. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> so yeah, you, what, you were talking about fantasy and and what leagues you were playing in, uh, and you mentioned trading, and I was uh, babbling on while I didn't realize I was on mute about that I'm I'm two articles in on a, like an eleven or twelve part series on trading for football diehards, and trading is kind of my my thing. So uh, I hear you. Trading is is, is awesome. Yeah, it's the way it's the way to go. I, I just that's the way I enjoy it the most. You just have to interact with teams and other people. Like, it's, there's no point in it unless there's trading involved, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I I got invited to do another trading article for another uh, dynasty site, so I'll keep that under my hat a bit. But um, the 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 point that I made to the guy where he said, "Hey, you should write an article for me," was every other part of fantasy football is set up for it to be even, right? right? You know, when you get a draft spot, it's serpentine, it's set up to be even. You know, start sit information, everyone has tons of that available. Waivers are also set up to be fair. The one thing in fantasy football where you can gain an edge is through trading. And I, I always say it's like if, if, if you can drive 100 miles an hour with the other things but not higher, you can go 200 miles an hour with trading. What are your thoughts on that? I 100% agree. I mean, you can draft the worst team, but if you're, if you're trading by week two, you can make that, uh, that team amazing. You know, as long as you're constantly working on it, massaging the team, you know, that's how you can, make, you can turn around a bad draft. You, know, like you completely have control of changing your fantasy team as long as you know and you're active in trading. Yeah, I agree 100%. So how long have you, um, you know, has Eat Sleep uh, Fantasy been going? And tell us uh, a little bit. Of... Yeah? No, no, sorry. I was, sorry, I was waiting for you to finish. Um, yeah, so uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy has been going for two years. I'm um, sorry, what was your next part? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something like jumped out. There was a weird noise. I thought you said something. Um oh. Yeah, and tell us, tell me a little bit about the shows and their focus and uh, and things of that nature. Um, yeah, so it's basically Brito, Dale, and me. We've been doing podcasts for two years now, and um, yeah, we just focus on like right now. We're just focusing on different teams, different players, how to draft right now. You know how to, or we're going to be doing um, some live mock drafts. You know how to, you know, getting everyone ready for the draft. You know, leading into the season, we'll start playing. You know, different games. To get to keep the podcast interesting, you know, it's 16 weeks of just talking about, you know, players after players. Everyone's saying the same thing. So we're just trying to, you know, keep things interesting, keeping entertaining. We're trying to have a good time. You know, we're not just listing off stats. We're just, you know, communicating with each other, having fun, joking around, not taking the game too seriously because in the end, we're just trying to have a good time. Absolutely. Um, I love that. I think that's a, a, a really good strategy. So um, is this your first year in SFB? Yeah, actually, uh, um, Dale and Brito told me about it last year. I was like, all right, let's sign up. So we signed up for it around this time last year. And, you know, we didn't get in because it was too late. It was already filled. But, yeah, I found out about it and we just signed up right away. So we're, we're all gung-ho about it now. 
Yeah, how excited were you when you got your invitation? I was, I'm stoked. I mean, that sounds like a great opportunity to beat some faces in. You know, I want to show the world how good Eat Sleep Fantasy is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that's one of the great parts of this. And I think that uh, th- there might be a tendency from an expert's perspective to, especially if you don't have a great draft, to kind of not care as much about this because there's no money you're playing for pride well the guys exactly. like us who are trying to make a name you know we got more to prove exactly yeah i don't want to finish last place <laughs> that's not going to look good for our podcast <laughs> well i mean it happens last year I, I i screwed up my first and third round pick i took todd Gurley instead of david johnson at 1-1 and i took uh mm-hmm. cj anderson instead of LaShawn McCoy at 3-1, and I still made the playoffs. But with a start like that, it could have gotten ugly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if I made the playoffs? I mean, people who listen to my pod regularly are probably sick of me talking about this. But could you imagine if I had those two guys, if I had a team that already made the playoffs? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, spilt milk. So, um yeah, that's cool. Um, what do you think? Uh, wh- where, um, what division are you in, and who are some of the people that you recognize? Um, so I'm in the Cinderella division, and we are with a couple guys, Tyler from Dynasty Happy Hour and the guys from Hateful Eight. I know we work with them a lot. Uh, you know, We interact a lot on Twitter, so I'm excited about those guys. Um, those are the two guys I would know off the top of my head by looking at it. Um, well, the rest Kevin, I... Cole from, Kevin Cole from Rotoviz was in my division last year. And, you know, it really kind of pissed me off. Not that Kevin pissed me off, but he, you know, he went zero quarterback. And I had three early quarterbacks because I was afraid of the quarterback runs that you definitely were seeing in other divisions. And he was able to lounge around and pick up all these other players and still get decent quarterbacks. It drove me crazy. But Kevin is one of the smartest guys in the industry, so keep your eye out for him. Also keep your eye out for a guy who might be listening to this podcast tomorrow. His name's Ryan Santos. He's a friend of mine, FF Links. You can find him on Twitter. He's one of the brighter guys. He won twenty five grand, I know, playing in an FFPC league. So uh, and he's one of the fans in your division. So okay. um, you got you got your work cut out for you, my friend. And I, uh, right. you know, what uh, what draft spot do you have? Uh, nine. Okay, and you you don't sound scared. That's one thing I'll give you. You don't uh, sound intimidated in the least. Oh, not at all. <laughs> it's all luck in the end. I'm not worried about it. You could we could talk all the smack we want. It's it's all luck. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the scoring? Um, you know, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's going to, it's going to take a little research before heading into the draft and to adjust for the tight end getting an extra half point. And, you know, I don't know. It's okay. I'm in, I'm in, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, it's definitely a little odd for me, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's odd for all of us. I mean, no one's played under these rules before. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, especially as it relates to first downs. I think, uh, you know, the point per first down instead of the point per reception. Are you, are you used to playing in a PPR league, or do you play standard? I play standard a lot, but I do PPR as well. And the first down is 
really <laughs> interesting. I mean, I feel like that just drives up Ezekiel Elliott's value a little bit, you know, Jarvis Landry a little more. So, uh, you know, something to look out for. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do and people who are out there, um, you know, anytime I join a league, first thing I do is I go to my fantasy league.com. I go over to the um, report and then player and then top performers and players stats. And that will give you the finish of all the players in the league for last year. You can also toggle to 2015 and see how players performed. And that's one thing that I always do as a little bit of a, um, you know, a way to get, you know, an early way to get a sense for the scoring. So I'll throw that out to any listeners even if you're not an SFB7 and you're in a My Fantasy League, that's always a good tip. Um, Armando, do you have any uh, final words for us? Uh, and then, you know, uh, just in general, um, you, you know, did you grow up in San Francisco? Uh, what's your favorite team? Um, I'm a Dolphins fan. Uh, all of all three of us. You did from, mention yeah, that. Yeah, we're all from Miami. Um, so, yeah, grew up in Miami. Uh Awesome. Um, what do you think of the Dolphins' prospects this year? I'm pretty excited. I think like uh, I think Devontae Parker might be a little overhyped again this year. I'm hoping hoping I'm wrong, you know. And I feel like Jay Jai Brito is going to kill me for this, but he's overhyped as well. I can't see him finishing in top ten. Those knees have to give out eventually. He was a fourth round draft pick because of his knees. So I'm you know going to this draft, I'll be looking at some guys like uh, Kenny Stills and Damian Williams, you know. Guys like that, because I just believe in the backups more than I do in the starters for the Dolphins. Kenny Stills is actually one of my most owned players in MFL 10s. They paid a lot of money to bring him back. Yes, they did, and they're going to use him. <laughs> yeah, and make and sure he, they use he, him. He, he's like Liam Neeson. He's got a, a unique set of skills. Exactly. <laughs> so why don't you tell us again where we can find you on Twitter and uh, where people can find Eat Sleep Fantasy Football. Sure. You can find Eat Sleep Fantasy Football at Eat Sleep FF. Um, and you can find me at Thunder Crespo in all formats, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Armando, I'm really glad that you came on the pod. Thank you for doing it. And good luck in SFB7. All right. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. All right, so um, that'll wrap it up for the four guests that we had this week. Um, Sorry about the couple glitches. I I did mention I wasn't feeling all that well, uh, but that's not really a very good excuse, but uh, it's one I'm making anyway, isn't it? So we're going to head out with a song, as we always do. Um, All of us who are in SFB7 are trying to be the new superstar, the next superstar, the next guy to take this thing down from Sonic Youth, Superstar, a carpenter song done by a rock band. This is a remake of an old song, and uh, it's a great version. It's my theme for SFB7. Have a good night, everyone.